suggest some possible explanations, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the Paranormal Pulse podcast. And what this special edition is, we are celebrating St. Patty's Day. Yay, and neither of us are Irish. Well, tonight we are. You know, everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. Come on, you're Chris McBruno tonight, and I'm Lance Phillip. And I'm Lance Phillip. So McDonald's we're going sandwich. there. So yeah, right. But uh, well, welcome back. Yeah, you've been Thank away you. for a couple. You've been away for a couple of shows and um, yeah, tending, attending you know, to some stuff. Life well, happens, whether we like it or not. So you kind of have to take a break on certain things and get other. Oh, yeah. You know, I I always joke that work always gets in the way of life. Well, sometimes life gets in the way of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I do have... It is what it is. Anyway, I'm back. And I do want to thank uh, Jennifer Wood for uh, stepping in last week and doing a great job explaining some really uh, interesting things that I just had no awareness of, you know? And it was great. Jen Jen is a, a treasure trove of knowledge. You know, it's she's just amazing resource for for all kinds of information. Very cool lady. Thank Absolutely. you, Jen. And um, I hope you all enjoyed the show last week. Tonight is not only just our special edition St. Patty's Day, but this is the one that we were talking about a couple episodes ago. I know I have a couple of people that know me that are listeners that are probably going to enjoy this. Um, because we've never been able to just sit down and have a nice drink together. But tonight, Lance and I are drinking. We're going to drink for St. Patty's Day in celebration. Uh, also ask some listeners out there for any questions or any comments that you want to talk about. You know, we'll be happy to uh, address them during our episode um, right now, episode 23. And we'll do it in style, the uh, most style possible uh, while drunk. Uh, episode 24. Tw- oh, sorry, 24. <laughs> it sounded like it was on Mystery Science Theater 3000. The doors were opening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Geeks coming out. Uh, Anyway, yeah, we'll try to answer all of your questions and um, entertain you to the best possible capacity drunk, which I'm on my way to. So I hope you're enjoying it already. I think I enunciate pretty well. Absolutely. Uh, And and you're drinking tonight. You're posting pictures. What is your drink of choice this evening? Well, currently I'm drinking. I have a a nice concoction going of uh, Diet Coke and whiskey. That's what I'm (laughs) currently drinking at the moment. Um, I hope it's Irish whiskey. Um, no, that's it. That was an epic fail. Um, we won't talk about that. Epic I, fail. Well, I sent I sent a certain person to go pick me up um, some whiskey, and not that I'm complaining, because but she came home with uh, with Dewar's White Label, which we okay. all know is Scotch whiskey. Yeah, it's but, a little know, different. It is different. But I'm also sitting here with uh, on the table. I have Smirnoff uh, vanilla uh, vodka in front of me. Mm-hmm. I have Pinnacle whipped cream vodka. Oh, my God. I have Yinglings ready to go. 
at all. Oh. I have. Oh, well, I'm glad you're fully stocked. I have Smirnoff. Each individual item is probably not so bad. Combination, not gonna smell good. That whipped cream is tasty. Oh, oh, I know, I know. And I also have Smirnoff raw tea with lemon. Oh, yummy. Oh. Well, you're set up, man. And they also have a coffee that has some Bailey's Irish cream in it. <laughs> and not the non-alcoholic one either. No, no. So, Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like, it's like drinking. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And it's like drinking. So, de- and anyway, it's like drinking decaffeinated coffee. Oh, should we have a drinking game? Well, I I don't know. I have I have a I little. Have Ooh, I, I was I've thinking. Perfect one. Please, please, please. Go ahead. Let me do this. Okay. The perfect and and don't take offense to this. I just think it would be a perfect game. And if, every time that you say absolutely, <laughs> I think so. They should take a shot. Oh, that's fine. I I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. There we go. Shot. Absolutely. Shot. Okay, don't do it so they're drunk before you know twenty minutes. Well, in. I I also think I was going to add some things to that. We can add some other things like the word ghost. Oh, yeah. You know, if we use that well, word, let's, let's do it light. I'll, we'll we'll add, um, you know, bonus rounds or something. Right, and know. and you may periodically hear an alarm, and that's the drinking alarm. So if you hear me, oh. just hit that randomly. You need to drink. Why not? Okay, I never seem to want to stop. Maybe we need a different sound. Um, we could. We so how about this? We just go the police siren. Drinking? Maybe. I don't know. Always sounds good to run away <laughs> from the cops. Registration. Yeah. No, because playing sirens on on audio when people are driving in their cars is not good good form. That's bad form. Okay. No sirens. All right, all right. So we won't do a siren. Maybe we'll do this, or or we won't. I don't or know. not. Or maybe it won't work. Who knows? <laughs> we can always. All right. T- hey, so we, moving we can- on. St. Patty's Day. We're going to talk about some Irish ghosts tonight. Yes. yes. Answer whatever questions you might have. Play, play a drinking game. Drink. We're going to drink and probably talk about random nothingness because that's kind of what you do when you drink. And um, I think we're going to have a good time and you guys can listen and drink along. And again, drinking game, perfect. Every time Lance says absolutely. And I have a fun game drink. that we're going to play. It's called it's called The Saddest Day. Because we all know the one thing about Irish people and Irish music, a lot of it is joyous sounding, but the words are really sad. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's very I ironic. Like <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, no, but no All one's happy and twangy, but, but, but really they're talking about people dying. Yeah, but in Irish music, no one's buying, no one's marrying their horse. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. yeah but um, so we're gonna play a game later called the saddest day, and then you get a choice of if two different people, if you have a choice of two people, and if one of them died, which would be the saddest day? Yeah, oh, this is <laughs> terrible. It's a great game. It's a great, great game. All right, game. let's play. Oh, right, you want to play now? Wait, let's drink first. All right, I'm open drink. for that. I have to open this, and you only get the sound once. That's fine. Okay. If I can do it. This is really yummy. I do have to say. Oh, that's it. That's all I get. A little. Well, yeah, that's it. I don't know. There's the cap. There's the cap. All right. <laughs> Down the hatches. Drink. <sighs> that's good. That's that's really good though. I gotta tell Yum. you. I will say one thing. The, the, oh, yeah. The doers with with uh, diet coke is actually really damn good. Well, you know, it's scotch. It's supposed to be smooth. Yeah, it is. It's it's not bad at I all. I myself um, am drinking a crappy little beer for right now, but I am a big fan of Guinness. Oh, absolutely. We'll be drinking that as well. There's a Guinness sign hanging behind me in my office, so 
Rub it in. I love it. It was a gift. It was a gift from a coworker a while ago. So. Well, where did they steal it from? It's a long story, but let's just say said person ordered a Guinness sign to his dorm room. It was the end of the semester. It never showed up before the end of the semester. He went home, called the company, and said, I never received my sign. Mm-hmm. Well, when he went back to the dorm room for the next semester, lo and behold, in the administration office where they had, where they had the mail that had come afterwards, sure enough, there was, a, there was a sign. So now he had two. And rather than do the right thing and send it back, he gave it to me. So it sits ah. in my office. Yeah, right. Well, I'm... Well, you didn't do the wrong thing. You I, were just the recipient. Well, I didn't say I didn't say I did the wrong thing. Of course, hanging. I didn't in, do it. <laughs> you know, displaying it proudly. And when when I asked him, I said, "Hey, why are you giving this to me?" He goes, "He goes, I don't know anybody else who loves Guinness as much as I do, except for you." And I was like, "I'm down." Yay! So yeah, <laughs> whatever company screwed up by getting it there late, my gain. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, so right. let's see. So are you ready for uh, the saddest day? We could just start there. Yeah, let's go. Okay, since they're both on the, on the same TV show, we're going to play the saddest day. If Matthew McConaughey mm. or Woody Harrelson died, which would be the saddest day? Oh, oh, for me, if Matthew McConaughey left, if if he was off this earth, I'd be sad. There you Woody go. Harrelson's a, a son of a bitch in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's a lovely person in real life, and of course, I always remember him as Woody in Cheers. See, and I just think but... of him from Natural Born Killers. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's plays a whacked out son of a bitch in a lot of his movies, and he's good at it. He's, but, all, he's all he was uh, also he was also great in Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But but truly, Matthew McConaughey, if he was off the earth, I'd be kind of sad. He's so pretty. <laughs> I, I, yeah. He's a good actor too. I think that his acting is excellent. Not as um, cultish as Harrelson's, but. Uh, that'd be my saddest day. I'm refilling my glass. So I, okay. I, I am right now doing the uh, the whipped cream vodka, and I'm gonna have some. Yeah, uh, share. What are you making over there for uh, your next cocktail? I think this is gonna be a straight shot of uh, whipped cream vodka. So. Oh, right in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. Do it. All right. Do it. Here we go. Drink, everybody. Drink. Wow. And what? It's it's good. I mean, I, <laughs> some of them are good, know, and some of them taste like chemicals. Well, when I when I was when I was you know growing up and shouldn't have been drinking because it was kind of I was underage. Yeah, vodka was a drink of choice back then, and let me tell you, it went down hard. Not like this stuff. Wow, this is like this really is like 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 eating candy. It's not. It shouldn't be so sweet and nice. No, no, not at all. No, that's a dangerous thing. You should probably put that away. No, we're not done yet. Oh no, no, no. That was that was, you know, we're playing a little game here. So Oh by yep. the way, if I happen to die because I'm diabetic and I'm drinking all this while we're talking, I'll come <laughs> back I'll come back and, and talk in EVPs. That's all. All right. So just leave the stuff out with fresh batteries. You know how I am with that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. You, so you know we So okay, so saddest day. Do you have one for yourself? No, you'd have to give it to me. I can't oh, think of one of my... Right, so you've got to come be up about girls people. now. Because I do love Matthew McConaughey. All right, why did you say they were on the same show? Because they're on True Detective. That new show on, I don't know if it's Showtime or HBO, I forget which one. Oh. It, it's, it's a... I've seen one episode so far, and it's, it's really, really good. i got to catch up. 
So Okay. So how about let's see for you. I'm gonna say what the hell's that girl's name? Bell Knox, the Duke <laughs> porn star, did you say? Porn star? No. Bell no. Knox, the, I new, had the new one from shots Duke. To start blurting out porn star names. Oh, wow. Um, I really don't know any. <laughs> well, maybe a couple. All right. Well, um, Catherine Heigl or, oh, what the hell's her name? Or uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, um, for me, it would be sadder if Reese died. It would be much. It would be a much sadder day if Reese Witherspoon died. Don't you know who she is? Of course, I know who Reese Witherspoon is. She. Let me tell you. Remember her. Remember her in American Psycho. Yeah. She. I love Reese Witherspoon. That's why it would be so sad if she died. No, but she and she and her husband got pulled over for drunk driving or whatever. The cops pulled him out of the car. I know, and that makes he you... was very good. And she was like, "Don't you know who I am?" I know, lady. See, see, the whole thing is like, I don't know. There's drunk this driving. thing about me. At some point, the dirtier and skankier the uh, the the star is, it's <laughs> it's kind of hotter. Like that's why I used to love Courtney Love at one point. You Ugh. know, I know. I mean, I've come to reality I since get then. It. But she's yeah, not an ugly woman. It's just she's an ugly, she's got an ugly soul. You know, the fact the fact that you'd be afraid to touch her because you'd be afraid to get just dirty, you know. <laughs> Do you have any Purell? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you have Purell? <laughs> I just was shaking hands with Courtney Love. I need some Purell. There you go. So in case you people haven't noticed, we're, we're just going to have fun here. This is not necessarily going to be all about ghosts. Oh, wait, we no. have to drink if we say ghosts. Did we say that? Oh, drink. All right. Drink. All right. Let me let me uh, grab something here. You know what? I'm going to drink beer. Okay. Yingling down the hatch. Go, go, go. I'm not going to guzzle the whole thing. Last thing I need to spit it all up over the mixing board. That would be awesome. No, don't do no. that. <laughs> just just drink when you're supposed to. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So all I, right. I got... Uh, well, it's my turn to give you one, one more. Yeah, yeah. Last last round. We'll go one all right. more round. We'll go, all right. We'll go another round on this one. Yep. Okay. Saturday. Which day would be sadder? If Andy Sandberg died or Adam Sandler? Oh, that's a tough one. Mm. Andy Sandberg, hot rod. Hilarious, <laughs> stupid movie, and I love it. It's a cult <laughs> classic. Have you ever seen Hot Rod? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, hot rod, Andy Sandberg, funny as hell. Although, I don't care to look at him so much. Adam Sandler doesn't bother me so much to look at. He's a prize to comedy. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds. I mean, the list goes on. Some of them weren't so good, like Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> or, or, or anything he's made in the last 10 years? Well, you know, some of them got kind of quirky and cute. You know, they made him some money, like 50 First Dates. That was a very good chick flick with uh, Adam Sandler. Grown Ups, the first one, not bad. You know, you had a slew of really good comedians all kind of lumped together in one movie. Rob Scheider cracks me up every time. David Spade, funny have to as tell hell. You, I saw that movie. I love Kevin James. I saw that I mean, movie. The whole crew is funny. I, I did see that movie and didn't laugh once, honestly. Really? Yeah. See, well, see now, I I have to say that Grown Ups was not as funny. It was like a mainstream. They were very tame. You know, for for the group of comedians that was there and how raunchy they get, 
They were very tame. It was very family friendly. And then I haven't even bothered to see the second one because of the same deal. But I mean, Adam Adam Sandler is is a, a prized possession in my comedy um, repertoire. I would say that I would be sadder if if uh, Adam Sandler passed away. Okay, fair enough. Okay, here you go. Um, Jennifer Aniston, or is this like? 20 years ago, Jennifer Aniston, or is this now Jennifer Aniston? She's pretty hot now. Okay. I'm not saying no, I'm just... So now. Okay. So... Not not Rachel, but current day. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston or Nicole Kidman? Oh, um, I, I would cry more, much more if uh, Nicole Kidman died. Yeah? Why? Yeah. Well... You know, I once went out with an English gal who was from uh, Manchester, and um, there's something about the accent which, no matter what they say, it just sounds awesome. Um, you know, she's Australian, right? Well, I know, but I'm saying just the accent in general. <laughs> I'm just teasing. No, I'm just talking about the she accent in general. You know? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and I think she's held up better than Jennifer Aniston, in my opinion. Held up. I think yeah. she's older than Jennifer Aniston, but she, she looks look younger. Great. What's that? Yeah. But she looks younger. Yeah, they both look good, I think. Oh, they do, absolutely. They're gorgeous women. For, it's not, it's not they're like, older than me, and they look fantastic. I, you know, It's not like I would say no to either one of them. Of course not. You Wouldn't know. kick them out of bed for eating crackers. Actually, even, these guys, even if they were 85 years old and broken down, I wouldn't say no just for the story. And broken <laughs> down. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. You know, you have wow. to. You, that, Do we just like we talk about guys like a crotchety old dirty man? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know, it, women and I'm, crotchety I'm, dirty old men. I would do it just for the story. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it for the glory. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I guess that's fair. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, if anybody wants to see the uh, the the little bar I've set up on the on the right side of my uh, on the right side of the desk. I have it posted on uh, Facebook, on the Paranormal Pulse podcast page. <laughs> so on our podcast page. Well, it is. It is. We are. We are recording the podcast, and yes, this is true. And this has become Holy part of the show. Oh man! <laughs> Why don't you just shove the printer off the desk? Because you need more space for the booze. Well, you know, it's funny because... bottle of doers. That's right, a nice little bottle. The laptop, which is being used for recording, is sitting on top of that printer, while the main computer is to the left there with the mixing board. So, <laughs> you know, but... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, we're, we're, so if anybody thinks we're not really doing this, we are. Trust me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got the whole bar set up. Hey, you know what? I feel like it's time to drink. Sounds good to me. I'm gonna give the uh, I'm gonna give the uh, cheer here. Here's the swimming with bow-legged women. <laughs> I'm not gonna cheer to that. <laughs> well, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I think I do, and I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna drink again just because I know I'm not ever gonna be swimming with bow-legged women. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So before we get too far and, and too drunk. Um, <sighs> We probably should take just a quick little break. Okay. Um, maybe a little musical interlude. I don't know. We'll figure ice it out. Up at some your, point. Uh, ice up your beer there. Yeah, well, it's still pretty damn cold, so 
Um, you know, so we'll take a little break right here, and then we'll come back and we will do a Irish ghost story. Everybody up for that? <gasps> ghost? Ooh. He said ghost. Drink. Oh, that's right. Time to drink. Yes. Ding. Drink. Oh yeah. Ready? <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was juicy. <laughs> that was good. Yep. 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 yep, yep, yep. Welcome back to the Paranormal Pulse podcast. It's episode 24. Um, it is our St. Patrick's Day special, and we're drinking. I hope you are, too. We've got a little drinking game going. Anytime you hear the word ghost or Lance say the word absolutely, we're going to drink. And, you know, unless we say we're going to drink, and then we'll drink then, too. Right, we don't, Whatever. Need, we don't need a reason to. Yeah, we don't need a reason to. It's St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, and we're drinking to it. Drink and also, also too, wait, am I not mistaken? Wasn't it just a birthday for somebody? Yeah, I'm... Um, You're 29 years old. No, that's not believable. I'm thinking, like, 38. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I'm not going to so. lie. <laughs> well, maybe a little, but not All too right. much. 29, so, I, I so, don't So it's kind, of, it's kind of a, a multi-celebration. I don't want to be 29. That's no fun for me anymore. Well, it's kind of a multi-celebration here. We're see, celebrating St. Patty's Day, and we're kind of celebrating your birthday as well. Well, thank you. You're welcome. You know. So, St. Patty's Day, we are drinking on the show. We are going to discuss ghosts. Oh, drink. Oh, yes, we have the to drink. first one back. Mm. Mm. <sighs> okay. And we're uh, probably Irish ones. Yes. And um, whatever else we randomly feel like talking about while we're drinking. And I hope you enjoy our random uh, ramblings. Uh, The Paranormal Pulse podcast episode 24 is going to be stellar. We're uh, we're only a little way in and we're having a good time already. Ooh, it's getting hot up here. (laughs) 
I got this thermometer in my room and it's gone from 82 to 84 in like two minutes. I might have to open a window or put on a fan. There we go. Third floor, fourth floor apartment. So, you know, it gets hot. Anyway, I think um, we should talk about that Irish story that you have. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So. Oh, drink. Oh, Jesus. I didn't realize I said it too. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on fixing that. You know I that? avoided saying the word ghost. Oh, <gasps> drink. Ghost. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to. <laughs> Sip a beer on that one. Okay, drink it. All right. All right. I'm I'm turning on the fan while you talk about this uh, story. Okay. Well, there is a famous Irish ghost story. It's probably the most famous Irish ghost story there is. It's the story of Lord uh, Tyrone and Lady... Uh, Beresford of Waterford, and like I said, they say they claim this is the most. Uh, this is probably the most well-known ghost story in Ireland. Oh, I said ghost. We must drink. Okay, so what was that making too much noise? No, 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 no. I I happened to mention the word, the G word, in introducing the story. So let, let me let me tell you the this story. Did I miss one? You did. You have to catch up here. Hold on, hold on. Here comes. All right. I also have to pour myself something else. Okay. So. Take smaller sips, man. You're going to be wasted. Isn't that the plan? <laughs> now I'm going to pour myself some vanilla vodka because this is really going to be right. good. I'm fun. sorry for a little bit of background noise, but it really is 84 degrees up here and it's hot. Listen, we provide this entertainment for free, so let them not complain. Not really. Oh, oh. wow. That was great. And that Excuse wasn't... me. <laughs> there, there is I'm no... like all dainty and lovely. Me. <laughs> Some people can be really offended by this show, but you know what? It's Who cares? fun. It's a podcast. We're here to have a good time. And they're here to listen and have a good time. So if they enjoy us the way we are, stellar, it's a win-win. Absolutely. I'm not anyway, we've been planning on this drunk show for a long time. So Yeah, I've been looking forward to it for a while. Absolutely. So Irish Ghost Story, drink. Hold on, it's my turn. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Oh, crap, man. All right. <laughs> Now I drink. Back off the mic, dude. It's distorted. Yeah, wait till I fart. Mm. <laughs> you don't really need to share that part. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll just assume. How about that? Uh, that's the one thing I'd like to assume. All right. So. All right. So moving on. Let's talk about story. this famous, well-known story from Ireland. Now, a manuscript of this story was found in... And I'm probably going to butcher this, but Currigmore, uh, County Waterford. And the story was recorded by Lady Betty Cobb, the granddaughter of Lady Beresford, uh, sometime in the 1700s. So story Lady goes... Beresford of Waterford. Yes, the story goes like this. <laughs> Lord, Lord Tyrone and Lady uh, Beresford were born, in, were born with the names John Lepore... And, Nic and Nicola Sophia Hamilton. The children were orphans, and they were raised uh, by an atheist guardian who was determined to convert the children uh, to his atheist views. But the, but the, ch nice. the, children, con the children continued to uh, believe in heaven and never-ending life, so they made a pact with each other. They decided that the first one of the siblings to die would reappear to the other, thus proving that there was life after death. So, Nicola eventually married Sir Tristram Berriford, the oldest son of Richard, Earl of Tyrone. 
And mm. wait, and Lady Dorothy Ansley, daughter of Arthur, Earl of Anglesey. Well, one night she fancy. She, yeah, one night she woke up to find her foster brother standard, uh, standing beside her bed. He told her that he had just died, and reminding her of their childhood pact. So she awakens and sees this ghost. Oh, time to drink. Oh, drink. Mm. Okay. Okay. So she awakens to see this ghost by her bed. God and, uh, damn it, we gotta drink again. Stop that. I know. I, I gotta, yeah, okay. Okay, just go on with, she awakens and saw the thing. Keep going. Okay. So she sees her foster brother standing beside her bed. He told her that he had just died, you know, reminding her of her childhood pack. The spirit of her foster brother then told her of future events. He told her that her husband would die and that she would remarry and that she would have four children and that she would die on the day on her day she turned 47. So she would die on her 47th birthday. Ugh. She was terrified and she doubted the vision was real. And she asked her foster brother if this was real. He grabbed her wrist, causing it to shrink and wither. From that day forth, she wore a black silk ribbon to hide the deformity. Everything that her foster brother had predicted came true except for her death. She did not die on her 47th birthday. Well, on her 48th birthday, Lady Bethersford decided to celebrate the occasion with some friends. And they included a clergyman who was an old family friend. At the party, she exclaimed, I'm 48 today! The clergyman re replied, no, my dear, you're 47. When she questioned how he knew this, he said that he had looked at the registry of her birth only days before. She cried, you have signed my death warrant. She went to her chamber, made out her will, and died later that night. And that is the most well-known ghost story in, I drink. in Ireland. Yep, drink. So, there's another so that's a story, but it wasn't really a, a spirit story. It was a, sp a story about spirits. Well, yeah. It's not like they're actually haunting anybody right now, but that that's a really good story, though. Yeah, and so it's supposedly, they say, it's the most well-known story in Ireland. So that's really, you know, I figure St. Paddy's Day. Now, there's another story that mm -hmm. I will tell of St. Paddy's Day ghosts. So, Drink. Sort of. Oh, I know. Drink. Jeez. All right. Hey, I didn't call that word. You did. I know. <laughs> so... Oh, boy, this is going to be bad. Cover <laughs> your ears, everybody. <clears throat> Holy. I know. Well, that was a little better. Did you back off the mic on that one? <laughs> no, it just wasn't as big as I thought it was going to be. Kind of, oh, okay. kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, you got to back up a little. That's, that's, that's rough. Oh, I know. You got to so, protect that microphone. You might have to wipe it down. <laughs> uh, it's, got, it's, it's, it's got a windshield on it. You know, it's got a windscreen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You've got the sponge. <laughs> I've got this. I've got the blue sponge on it. I've got a a bag full of other it's, colors it's too so worthy. yeah yes, I you quoted know. Seinfeld, i'll quote billy joel the mic smelled like a beer you <laughs> know and he's got his feeling all right that's all i know all right <laughs> all right so it's this other little story of a man named john riley john riley was a student over in ireland john riley and he was excavating some caves uh doing some research lunking I don't know about that, but he was doing some research work. Okay. All of a sudden, he hears a voice, and all the lights go out in the cave. He runs out and realizes there's this huge storm coming, okay? He panics because he's on a road that's kind of 
um, desolate, and no cars are going by for hours. Finally, a car comes slowly creeping up the road. He gets so it stops right in front of him. He's panic stricken. He looks inside. He jumps in to realize there's no driver. All of a sudden, the car starts moving again. Now he's really panicking. Really, really panicking. The car picks up speed. All of a sudden, he sees a curve ahead. He looks forward and sees this curve coming up. He's really panicking. He says, screw it. I don't know what to do. And he's panicking, panicking. All of a sudden, right before the curve, a hand reaches in the window. It turns the steering wheel around the curve. He's now shitting a brick. He jumps out the, out of the, he makes a break for it, jumps out of the, out of the uh, car, runs into a nearby bar, and he's like crying and he's weeping and he's like telling the bartender what happened. And all of a sudden, the, everything in the bar stops. And he's like, You don't understand. I was in this car. He goes, and, and all of a sudden, a hand came in, steered the car, but it didn't touch me. It didn't do anything to me. He goes, I got out of there as quickly as possible. All of a sudden, two men come into the bar, and they're all panic-stricken. And they look at each other, and they look at the bartender, and they say, Oh, there's that idiot who jumped in our car while we were pushing it. That's terribly funny. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should give him some more beer. I think so, so let's drink. Drink. Now, supposedly, that's a real story. That's not even made up. I don't know if it's true or not, but I read it on a few of the different, when I was researching Irish ghost stories, that came up in several places. Wow. Uh, what are your... T- okay, this is completely off the topic, but by the way, hey, I another say, game. By the way, I did say ghost there, and I said it again, so double drink. Let me just finish this beer. <laughs> okay. What kind of beer are you drinking, anyway? Crap beer. This one was a crap beer, and now I'm digging into the Guinness. Okay, what's the crap in, beer? In a minute. What's the crap what's beer? It's got a name. <laughs> oh, it's crap. I don't want to advertise it. If you say Natty Ice, I'm going to... It's not Natty Ice. Well, that's really crap beer. It's just Bud Light. I like Bud Light. Okay. Bud Light's Bud not Light crap. Natty Ice is crap. Come on. Let's be honest. Peels you is know. crap. Paps Golden B- Anniversary. Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> well, I used to work at a liquor store uh, a while a while back. <laughs> Uh, I worked at a liquor store during the day, and I bartended at night, completely submerged in the uh, world. And um, when I was working at the liquor store, there would be dedicated drinkers that were very fond of their very cheap beer and vodka. And they would come in every single day and buy their supply. And to me, you know, you see average people come in, especially on a Friday, they'll come in and get something for the weekend or a party or whatever. And then you have your dedicated people who are knocking at the door at 9 a.m. looking for their airplane bottle and can of Coke. And we had these older gentlemen that used to drink a ton, a case a day, I shit you not, of Golden Anniversary. Nice. The case probably only cost at the time like eight bucks. <laughs> it's not- it was really, really cheap bad beer. <laughs> Sort of like, sort of like steel reserve. Oh, it's terrible! All I was thinking was, God, I hope this guy recycles because he's got to have a ton of cans you laying know, around because that's what he would buy every single day. He'd buy a case. Well, you know, when I was when I was a uh, poor student drinking and uh, first had my own apartment, me and my uh, roommate would drink pretty much every night. Yeah, and 
it just became a collection all around the apartment of nothing but empty beer bottles and vodka wow. bottles. And, and it was almost like we weren't throwing them out because they were just trophies to how much we drank. But the problem <laughs> What's was... this collection? Oh, that's three well, the days pro- worth. You know, the thing was, was like every day we'd start out with some decent alcohol. And by the end of it, we were drinking the cheapest crap because at that point it didn't matter. Well, you know, because yeah, you're running out, and that's all the money you have. I'm I'm good with not doing that ever again, just to be straight. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it had its place and its purpose. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <It was> fun. <laughs> absolutely. All so right. three bands you couldn't live without. Name them. Oh, that's easy for me. It's Kiss, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath. Kiss. I, well, that did you see that picture going around the internet this week? <laughs> yeah, was- with Mike Tyson. With Mike Tyson, yeah, was, yeah. But for me, it's it's Kiss, The Misfits, Kiss. and uh, and Black Sabbath. Absolutely. You know, actually, I can't even say that because you know what? It's very hard for me because like it's the, hard, right? Well, the Ramones would be in there too for me. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. See, I've always I, said I like pick like, out two right off the bat, but then that third one, if I had to have be absolute about only one more, mm-hmm. that'd be very difficult. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean. From when I was a child, Kiss has been my favorite band. I mean, they're just going to be in there. And I know you're not a big Kiss fan. I know you hate Gene Simmons. <laughs> not a fan at all. <laughs> so, but, you know, um, yeah. I yeah. love Kiss. And I don't care what they do. They can do no wrong in my eyes. You See, know, I, I respect you for being so dedicated. Yeah, I, I mean, let, I know. mean, if they honestly murdered somebody in front of me, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, go, Gene. Kick him. Kick him again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and that's the whole thing. I love, like, I love every member who's ever been in the band. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I have all four. Uh, now that all four of them have come out with their books, I, the first one was Gene's book, uh, Kiss and Makeup. That was the first one I got. Then um, Ace had come out with his book. Then Peter came out with his book, and sure. now Paul's book is coming out in April, and I cannot wait. He's doing, a, he's doing a signing in the area, and I will it? be there. I don't care if I have to call out of work. <clears throat> I'm sick. Um, can't be that. I will be. I will be. Uh, I will be meeting Came Paul. Down, down with a case if I don't give a fucks. Right. I will be meeting <laughs> Paul because I missed every other signing. I am not missing Paul. I mean, I have a Paul Stanley uh, Ice Man guitar that cost me like twelve hundred bucks. I have. I mean, I have a ton of Kiss memorabilia. Fan. I, I love Kiss. I'm not gonna lie. They were superheroes to me when I was seven years old. You know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and I love their music from then. I mean. And I admit they're not the greatest musicians in the world, but I don't care. I love Kiss, so I'm not, and I'm proud of it. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's I respect that. You know, as I said and, before. You know, now, and, and and for me, the Misfits are right there. I mean, I've had you Misfits know, were good. We've talked about this. Yeah. We've talked about this privately. I mean, I've gotten to meet Jerry on several occasions. The band has oh, been yeah. very. Yeah. The band itself has been very nice to me over the years. Um, meeting them several times, hanging out with them. Um, yeah, there's some good people around here. We're lucky enough to be blessed with the fact that most of them were locals mm-hmm. and that we get but to, you it, know, interact with them on our daily lives. At some yeah, point I mean, but that, that third band for me is tough because typo negative, yeah. typo negative right there is for me. I mean, I knew Pete Steele personally. Um, I mean, they were there. Um, you know, and it's hard. Artists, the Ramones so to, and, you know. The Sex Pistols were there, for, you know. Yeah, I mean, our I mean, band I love so to death. I mean, I can and, name two, but I don't want to name a solid third because I've got it. So well, I always say like when people, when people have asked me before, and they like name your top ten bands. I can't really do it because I have to actually break it down in categories. Because a, I've always loved metal, <laughs> yep. but I love punk too. I'm always I've been yeah. a big punk fan, so I I can break it down and listen to, 
you know, I can list 10 punk bands. I can listen, you know, and actually really break down to subcategories as well. I can give you my top 10 death metal bands. I can give you my top 10, you know, um, grunge <laughs> bands. I can give you my top 10 thrash metal bands, my top 10 glam bands, my top 10 hair bands. I can really break it down if you really wanted to, you know, so yeah, it's really to break tough. Yeah, it down to only three overall. That's very Ooh, difficult. I know, and that's, and that's really tough. And then there's other bands, like, who don't really fit into metal or punk, and there are bands like The Police, who I absolutely love. I uh, always love, I love The Police. The police. You know, okay, so it's so it's hard. It's, you're it's, three with the stipulation that we know that they're not solid three because there's so many others. Top uh, three bands you couldn't live without. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's, for me it's gonna be Kiss, The Misfits, and Black Sabbath. I mean, if I had a close one, and my buddy Rick Gunch has a big influence on me, mm-hmm. is Judas Priest, who I always loved, but I started listening, who I always listened, who I started listening to a lot more. Um, after I started hanging out with with Rick Gunch, I blame you, Rick. And as I, you should, I love stuff. Priest. And you know, I've talked about this on the show before. Priest is our pre-investigation ritual. Priest. You know, Priest. we yeah. listen to them in the car on the way to every investigation. So terrible, terrible videos, but well, great music. Uh, yeah. I like Priest. Yeah. Uh, my top, my three that I could come up with at this point in time, and this is really just not even close to a fair representation, but um, would be uh, Metallica because that was big influence for me for many, many years from See, teenager and that, and that, on. You know, and that's a hard one for me too because honestly, from the first Metallica album up to the Black album, I love Metallica. They were right there for years. Yeah, I considered no, they them lost my favorite band. Me when they got farther, you know, the newer stuff doesn't do it for me. But it was, the, but the, it was last... the underground stuff, the stuff that you'd pass around with your friends and mm-hmm. get like their Garage Days tracks before they had them on. Yeah, how I actually album. how I actually discovered Metallica was a buddy of mine um, from Rocco. He had a uh, mm. he he was what he wanted me to do is record over one side of a of a cassette. Yeah, and, you had to put scotch tape over that square. Yeah, well, what he wanted me to do is because he had, <laughs> on one side, he had Dokken, right? Dokken, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, really dating myself. But uh, he had Dokken, and I don't remember what album he wanted me to put on there. I think it might have been, I don't know, I, I just don't remember. But he right, wanted but whatever. To, yeah, he wanted me to record over on the other side. And I was like, before I record, let me play, play it. And what it was, it was Metallica's first album, and I had never heard of them before. And I was like, holy crap, this is great. Good shit, right? And I, what I do is I dubbed it immediately, and, I, yeah. and then I record over it, and I was like, who the hell was that? And he was like, oh, that's Metallica. I was like... That's how it got around. That's how they mm-hmm. became famous before radio plays, before Napster, before the Attitude. Well, if you remember, they though... They famous because we, as the fans, shared them underground. That's why I was really pissed off at Lars about the whole Napster thing, because that's how they became who they right. are, by us sharing it with everybody. Well, and the funny and then th- they wouldn't let us share it anymore. Well, the funny thing bastards. is, we were very lucky where we live in New Jersey, because we always had uh, WSOU, who yeah. always played broke metal. And, you know, for people who don't know, WSOU is Seton Hall University's uh, yeah, radio station. And it was it was... Nothing but metal back in the day when we were, and that's it. They they played nothing but metal when good. It's just not like that, right? Well, they played nothing but metal when no one else did. And you know, me growing up in New York City, you had to be in certain areas to get WSOU because they were a little bit further away than people who were in Jersey who could get them. But they were breaking all the bands. They were getting the interviews. I mean, they were doing it before MTV. They had every bit of metal you could think of. They 
to me, they they probably influenced my listening habits more than anybody. You know. Yep. So who are your well, other bands? Let's go. Okay, so it was it was Metallica, and then. I love the police. Anything Sting does, he can do no wrong in my eyes. He is an amazing, amazing talent. See, and he's, and he, he can play anything you ask him oh, to. Oh, he is amazing, but i got to be honest. I haven't Impressive liked, man. I haven't liked anything he's done solo. I love the police, but I can't, I can't stand his well, solo. Well, you know, his solo endeavors are way different than his police stuff, you know, style-wise. And if you're not into the styles that he he broaches with that then you're not gonna enjoy his his independent stuff but i love sting i love everything he does i think that he is amazing i love the influences that he has he lives in a fucking castle man i love that shit i love medieval i love castles i love that he did an entire album of chamber music and and um was it chamber music he also i think did, so he did the mandolin. it was an entire album of old um songs that were that were sang by minstrels back in medieval times by mm-hmm. this one particular um, writer and artist, and well, he, also, he did the whole album. Right, and he, and he, if I remember right, that was mainly a mandolin album. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Right, but you have to like that kind of stuff. I like all kinds of music, and that I thoroughly enjoyed. He's just amazing. So the police, anything the police did, way way back when that I loved the box set that they came out with for a while there uh, back in the nineties because it was so very thorough with some really great tracks on it, like Mother and um, uh, Canary in a Coal Mine, of course, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of the hits, but a couple of, like, B-side stuff thrown in there for good measure. And it's all great shit. It's an awesome, awesome box set. They probably have something, like, triple better now, you know, more albums added to it or whatever. But By the way, we've been talking... Hold on, not to cut you off, but we've been talking too long with drink. What? We've been talking too long without drinking. Let's oh. have a drink. I didn't say ghost or absolutely. I thought you said absolutely at least once. Whatever. We don't need a reason to drink. <laughs> I got one more. We just more. have to drink. It's good oh. stuff. Okay. I love it. I'm okay. getting zooted on the air. It's great. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to tell about my one other band. Okay. And whatever rant happens to spew. And then uh, we're going to take a break because my beer's empty. Well, yeah, you can't have an empty beer. Okay, so my very last, but more importantly, my definite always number one will always be in my list as number one, The Doors. I love The Doors. The Doors are my number one. If they were no longer in my life, I would be an extremely unhappy person. You know, I got to tell you, I love The Doors. That's See, that's another thing, too. Like, I don't necessarily go back to classic rock as my first choice. No, it doesn't um, have to be. Well, and the, that... reason, and the only reason why is because, honestly, this is one of the things. I mean, I love The Doors, especially I think their first album, you know, obviously there are many bands who have great first albums, but if I had yeah. to rank first albums, I think their first album may be in my top three. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. I mean, the thing about it, I, I love Morrison, and, you know, he, he's just... He was very cerebral, but... Mm-hmm. You know, he was so easygoing and, and baked or, or high from something all the time that people didn't take him seriously. But he was an incredibly intelligent guy. And, uh, you know, he had a lot of valid things. He was very talented and his writing was very poetic mm-hmm. and very honest and raw, depending on the subject matter. But he always just told it the way he felt it and, and he performed it the same way. He was amazing. 
um, and has influenced music, you know, across the board easily with their different sound and they weren't all, you know, bubblegum kind of music when everybody was still doing bubblegum. Right, absolutely. You know, they they are probably one of the most rebellious bands out there. Yeah, not in a violent way, just in a very kind of stand your ground kind of thing. Right. They were one of the first few to start doing that. But they, you know, they wanted to do what they wanted to do, and they didn't want to compromise, and I respect that. And they're legendary for just being who they wanted to be. And when the I sound like a conspiracy theory people, but when when the establishment started to break them down because of the rebellious stuff, like Jim getting arrested for nonsense, some things he did on stage were a little lewd for the time, but he'd get arrested for things that he didn't actually do or would be just like, look, people would look away now, of course. Oh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, the establishment starts pushing down on them when he's on the they're on the Ed Sullivan show and they want them to stop. Uh, they're doing Light My Fire and they don't want them to say uh, higher in the song, right, which is right. part of the song. They asked them not to do it, and Jim did it anyway because that's how his song was, and he knew he was going to get in trouble for it, but he did it because that's what, excuse me, what he wanted to do. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, yes, rebellious, but in a kind of conscientious objector kind of way, mm -hmm. <laughs> which was perfect for the time in the '60s, late '60s. That's my thought on it. But I'm I'm parched, and I am. Uh, yeah, we'll take a little break here so we could refill. Yeah. You know, and I just posted another picture on Facebook. We've actually got some people. We got likes on them already. We got likes. I know. Bar. I know. I just posted another picture on uh, on the Paranormal Pulse page of me <laughs> in mid-drinking. So yeah. wearing my green. Because you know what? I'm ready for St. Patty's Day. I've got my yeah, Irish yeah. I've got my Irish hat on, my green. <laughs> so, and I'm drinking. All right. I'll be right back. All right. We I will be right back. You got it. The Paranormal Pulse. Like us on Facebook at East Coast Ghost. That's East Coast with a K. Ghost on Facebook. And feel it for yourself. <laughs> beer, 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 beer. Da -da 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 -da, beer. Beer. In heaven there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. <laughs> In heaven there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. I totally like. I must be really. Did you sing that whole time? No, I did not. <laughs> okay, I gotta I'm out. like, wow, he's still singing. Holy crap! Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. All right. Woo. So, I I just posted a picture of me drinking. Saint on, Patty's Day. 
Actually, yeah, absolutely. I just posted a picture of me drinking on St. Patty's Day. It's a really interesting picture. You can see what's behind me in my studio <laughs> slash office. And is it that devil head? Right, you got my you, you got my devil head, and to the left of the devil head, you can't really see his head, but there's a gargoyle. Yeah. And then you have a movie. Ass. Then you have a movie projector right next to it, right? Yeah. And then you have a like an evil looking pumpkin. Then you have a bunch of Star Trek action figures. And what you can't see because it's angled is my autographed picture of William Shatner right there. Because I am a geek. Right below the Star Trek figures is my gopher from Caddyshack holding a golf ball. <laughs> and right to the right to his, I guess it would be his right, but it's the left in the picture. It's like a football or something? It is. It's an autographed football. But look on the shelf next to the devil's heads. I have two skulls there, right? Then yeah, I have a ca- then I have a case, and in that case is a bunch of ghost hunting equipment. <gasps> I said ghost twice. Drink. Drink twice. On top of the on top of the ghost hunting equipment, right? I yeah. God damn it! I said it again. I didn't mean to. Oh shit! Okay, drink. Okay, on top of that case with the equipment <laughs> inside. Boy, the, you finally learned. <laughs> right there are my MMA gloves. And you can just on the very edge of the picture, you can see my punching bag for my MMA stuff, right? You can also <laughs> yeah. see my golf clubs in the background of me. You know, this room is kind of crowded, you know? I'm quite the hobbyist. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting, <laughs> eclectic mix of stuff. Then I have, if you look under, like, where you, there's Why actually... You post a picture too, then? You can see the... Yeah, sure, why not? You see the oh, wine. You see the wine. I don't have any makeup on. Well, you see my wine bottles there, right? Because that's actually a baker's rack. You see my wine yeah. bottles there, which are only part. Under my desk is another little wine refrigerator. Um, but then when you look down, there's a white like file case, and what's in there is all CDs from photo sh- from photo shoots that I've done over the years. <laughs> and, and you can also see my Iceman guitar, just a little edge of it on the right side of my face. Well, in the picture, it would be the left, but it's really my right side if you're you know if you're me. Yeah. Um, and that's a Paul Stanley edition guitar. <laughs> so, you know, this is my office. This is my office. Um, that's where I do my, my office work, recording stuff, you know, I don't know, whatever else I do, projects, evidence reviews on the computers here with the headphones and all that good stuff. I do um, IR illuminators and all that that I build and all the experimental gear I build. It's all in this room. When, and like le- to the left of me in this room is really interesting. I have a pushpin board, and I've got a Jason mask hanging there, and just all kinds of crap. I've got the picture of uh, from Twisted Metal of the cl- the evil clown, and I've got just this this Halloween thing. It's just a ghost. Oh, damn it! I said it again. Drink. Okay, now I need a refill. But it's it's a it's a it's a uh, an anomaly holding a a. <laughs> Holding a sign that says "Boo to you." It's a cute little Boo thing. Boo to you yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. Just Sorry, re- I'm taking a picture to post. Good. Just show. You. <laughs> You're gonna giggle. Well, uh, I've been giggling all night. The more I drink, I giggle Hold more. Hold on, I have to post it a special way. It's Stand supposed, by. It's supposed to be special. It has to be special. It's special. You ever watch Family Guy? Of course, I love Family Guy. When he Guy. has that, the the maid Maria. No, we no. asked her to go get no, pledge. She's like, no. no, no, Misa, you buy. You buy, Misa. <laughs> All right. No, 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 you buy. Time for... Oh, shit, I just spilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
I'm almost there. Sorry. That's all right. As we keep going, and my skills uh, disintegrate because I'm seeing double. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. This is really. That's gonna, the point th of it. This is really going to hurt in the morning. All right. I don't know how fun this is for the listener though. So let's. let's yeah. Let's let's, uh, let's move on. Drinking. Yeah, so move on. Drinking. 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 Meet me. So what? While you were away this week, um, we took a trip. Um, we went down to Burlington. pictures. Yeah, we went down to Burlington County Prison uh, to talk to people down there about setting up another investigation because we love it there. Also, yes, Jen, we do. Jen, Jen, <laughs> Jen wasn't there when we investigated there the first time. You weren't there. You couldn't go. So we're going to set up another one, which will be fun. Um, yep. But it was real weird. Jen had a Jen had a real experience there. It was great. Um, we were in one of the, we were on the, the upper floor, okay, of the prison. And Jen walked into this room, and she had, you know, not really felt much in there. All of a sudden, it felt like somebody grabbed her hair, like touched her hair. Oh. Well, of course, me being me, I instantly pull out. EMF meter. I, exactly. It's what I did. I pulled out, but I pulled out the, I didn't have any ghost hunting equipment because we weren't really there to ghost hunt. We were there to actually talk to people about setting up an investigation. So, oh, sorry. But of course, I always have. I posted my, my picture. All right, I gotta see this. So I instantly take out, like you said, the 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 EMF meter, right? Yeah. Uh, app on the phone, and I'm taking readings across the room, and I get nothing. I get zeros all the way across. No, you know. <laughs> Where are <laughs> you, you though? Picture? Yes, I see. It's a picture of me on your computer. <laughs> That's great. But I, I take I take baseline readings yeah. all across the room, and I get nothing. I don't have any makeup on. I'm not. I'm not going on. That's pictures. fine. <laughs> but like I said, I, I I take baseline readings all the way across the room. I get zeros across the board for okay, everything. Yeah. All of a sudden, I get to the spot where she was standing. Yeah. And I mean, I'm only talking about like thirty second difference from when she said she felt something because I was already kind of ready for this, you know. Yeah. And I took break baseline readings. Maybe it was like a minute later, right where she was standing, huge EMF spikes. I'm talking about spikes of ridiculous proportions. And what's nice about because I was using the app, I was able to do a screen capture of all the EMF readings around the room. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is it spikes to like some ridiculously high number, like, you know, like 136 milligauss or some crazy number like that. And I'm like, right. get the hell out of here, right? So I go around the room again, and I get nothing. I come back to the spot where she was standing, and it's easy to know the, spot, the exact spot she was standing because um, what had happened was we were in one of the rooms where there's prison artwork, and it's behind glass now. And what had happened was she actually felt, and this I should have said this first, she actually felt her hair being pulled when she read the name that was written on the wall. Um, oh. Yes. And like I said, I can't. I come back around now. Now I'm taking EMF readings. She had left the room. I'm taking EMF readings right there, and I get nothing. Like zero. Like back to zeros. Nothing. And of course, we know EMF doesn't really tell us it's a ghost there. But it was really strange that it spiked right where she was standing. And um, there was nothing there, electrical nothing. wise. Went, only place there was anything electric was directly over the door to the prison cell. There is a fire alarm there. Uh, a right. I should say smoke detector. Okay. It's wired up. Right around that smoke detector, you get high readings that spike real high. But they're consistent. They, you know, like, as soon as you leave that area, it goes back down. You go back to that area, it comes back, the EMF 
readings. Okay, and they're the same. But again, I you know you said ghost, and yeah. we didn't drink. All right, let's drink. I now we have to drink twice. Sure, let's, let's do that. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Did you hit the bottom? You got to mix that stuff. I'm at, <coughs> I'm actually drinking straight uh, whipped cream vodka. Ooh. So yeah. Why? How bad do you want to be? <laughs> um, I'm planning to get wrecked. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? It's been a while, you know. I said I say we should have uh, invited guests, but it's kind of late. It's kind of late. Otherwise, we would have a whole lot of drunken people. Oh yeah, you know. I think the two of us that we we should be entertaining enough for the time being. Besides, everybody should be drinking with us, right? Right. Right? Don't drive. My my replacement drink of choice, uh, by the way, because I I ran out, is. Uh, Captain Morgan and ginger. If you've never had it, don't go. Ew, that's gross. No, it's not gross. It's delicious. It it's sounds like a vanilla it. cream soda. Oh, it sounds it. It does. It tastes like vanilla cream soda. It's yummy when you mix them together. Mm. So, Captain and ginger. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. <laughs> oh. <sighs> You know, by the way, there are certain types of drunks in the world. There are people who are angry drunks. I'm a giggling drunk, so that's. What I'm you a happy know. drunk. I'm not a giggling drunk. I'm, I'm a happy drunk. I'm a giggler. But if you giggle a lot, I'll probably laugh. <laughs> of course, a... if you fell down, I would laugh. Well, I would laugh at that sober, so that yeah, doesn't mean anything. I can't help that. I, I just laugh at people, you know, when they get hurt. Bad people. I know. We're I bad. Mean, bad. My initial thought is to laugh, and I'm like, are you okay? And once they say they're okay, I laugh oh, again. No, I'll laugh anyway. I'll be laughing while I'm asking them if they're okay. And it's not me. <laughs> and I know that sounds terrible, <laughs> mm. especially saying it out loud. But um, <laughs> but the, it's true. It's I, I can't help it. It's just how it happens. <laughs> by the way, let's, let's, let's just... I'm uh, like, are you okay? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Let's, let's swing this back to the paranormal real quick. So like Come I was on, saying, that's great. Absolutely, great stuff. absolutely. But we were in that jail, like I said, and we just oh said, yeah, that's right. It was, we it were was talking a... about ghosts. Oh. Drink. Okay, drink. You wanted to get hammered. Mm-hmm. I do want to get I'm hammered. Just trying to help. I don't want to die though. <laughs> wow, that was strong. Stop wow. taking straight shots. <laughs> pace take, yourself, man. Take, there is no such thing as pace yourself. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you're in the jail. So EMF I guess it, meter no, goes it, crazy. It was, it was, yeah. Now it stops. And that was the only room we got anything in. I did take some um, uh, voice recordings up on the top floor. I, I haven't listened to them yet. I can't wait to listen to them and see if we got anything. But it was very strange. Like I said, it was a personal experience matched by an EMF spike. You know, to me, neither one would be proof of anything. But it's, it's nice when you get the... Uh, by the way, I like the fuzzy uh, microphone cover, by the way. <laughs> it's a sock. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, just <laughs> five minutes. It's, no, like, a, you know it's like a delayed it reaction, like five minutes later, you know. It, it serves its purpose. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely. Uh, it works well, and uh, I didn't have to purchase it, and I can wash it. Sure. I agree. So I like it. So, okay, beginning I back. Suck. <laughs> 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 There he goes. I got him. Uh, He's giggling. I am giggling. Okay. Oh, this I better stop hitting that button. Okay. <laughs> um, so, all right. Getting back to paranormal stuff. Yeah. Trying. I totally lost my goddamn train of thought. So, the thing happened with her hair. Yeah, no. I was, about to, I was Oh, that? no. I was about to move on from there. 
Uh, no, that was all we really got there, but that was interesting enough. But no, one thing I was thinking about was there mm-hmm. was a case that was on the news last week. Unfortunately, it's a horrible, horrible thing that happened. That a woman took her three kids in Florida oh, yeah. and drove them into the into water. The ocean. But why? But she she claimed she heard the voices of demons. Okay. Yeah, that would be schizophrenia. Right. Exactly. They, they, they untreated, they undiagnosed schizophrenia. But this is my problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know many groups out there who would instantly say, "Oh, she heard demon voices. We need to investigate." Yeah. Okay. And what they would do is they would go out without actually ever really doing any detailed interviews, yeah. um, interviewing witnesses or anything like that. And they would make things, in my, in my opinion, they famous. would make things worse. They would sit there and they'd do some type of investigation without doing their research, okay? And right. all in the name of, oh, it's a demon. No, it's mental goddamn illness. That's what it is. And that's the yeah. problem we have. There's a lot of that out there, undiagnosed, well, and untreated. And that is the big problem we have. We it's have huge. people out there who think that, you know, everything's demonic. Okay? So they hear somebody say this, and this is the problem with the paranormal field, and I'm going to rant. Okay? Go for it, man. I agree so far. Drunken rant. Um, I agree so far. All right, hold on. <laughs> I got to take a drink here. I need a drink because this is I'll rant right with you if I don't. <laughs> So now the woman's sister did the responsible thing and called the police beforehand. Unfortunately, okay. due to Florida law, which we all know is screwed up to be because it's Florida. Oh, okay. Non-extradition. Right. Well, because it's Florida law, they couldn't do anything to her. Um, so they let her do- go. Thank God there was somebody there who was able to basically stop her and save the kids and save herself. Plus, she was pregnant, too. That's the other thing. Mm. Okay. And when they, I guess the kids were screaming, um, you know, I'm not really in. Right. Oh, the baby. Yeah, I'm not in the right frame of mind for this, but at the moment. But um, my biggest, my, no, my biggest, it was just, my biggest not, gripe is. Uh, thank God, from what I understand, everybody survived, yes? Right. But my biggest gripe so, is that. mental illness, though. Yeah, no, exactly. And, they, and they've said, they've, they've analyzed her um, as having mental illness. Yeah. But the thing is, we have so many paranormal groups out there who don't know what the frig they're doing, and they're going to go yeah, out there. They just want to jump on getting some sort of bite on an investigation. Right. And it's, oh, it's demonic. We have to go in and investigate. You know, it's like, you don't no. have to drum up business by, you know, ambulance chasing, so to speak. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of what they're doing in some respects. And it's just, it's not right. And it's, it's no, mental and, and, illness. And, I think, and, and they, think, have, they have to use their brains and see the difference between right, but my thing something is, that potentially is paranormal and something that is obviously an, a, a physical earth kind of issue. I just think they're going to do such harm rather than good. And I think this is the problem Absolutely. we have. And yeah. I hate to say it, and, and, you know, some people are going to get mad at me when I say this. A lot of it has to do with the teams who don't do the scientific end of it where right. they just do the spiritual end of it. And listen, and like I said, as far as the people getting mad at you, who mm-hmm. gives a fuck? You're allowed to have an opinion, and honestly, you're not wrong. So say what you have to say. They have to deal with well, that's it. What, not that's you. why I think, I think teams need a good balance. I think we need the scientific end of it to verify or validate what the spiritual end of it is. And I think we need the spiritual end to go with the scientific end. You know? And being all being nothing but eggheads is no fun, let's be honest. Yeah, you know? it's true. So But listen listen though, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. 
And anybody who is a spiritual person should know the value and the necessity of balance and be able to embrace the idea of having some science in their investigating. Otherwise, they're really not completely aware of where they are. You know what I mean? Like they're, they don't know what they're actually doing. You're not completely spiritually aware if you don't recognize that balance. That's Absol my opinion. Of Absolutely. And now a random <laughs> and now a random thought. This is random. Oh, well, wait, wait. Hold on. Random thought. How many times did you just say absolutely? Did I? I don't know if I did or not. Drink, drink, we'll drink. Just drink anyway for safety's sake. All right. Drink. I'm going to finish off beer. Ooh, I'm parched. Mm. What do I want to drink next? That is delicious. Mm -hmm. All right, hold on. I got to refill here before we move any further. <laughs> but I think... It's getting entertaining. We might let this go for a while, huh? Oh, I don't care if this show goes two hours. Who the hell cares? You know? <laughs> That's because everybody's supposed to be we, drinking with us. Remember, drink, our first drink, show of the new season, we promised some longer shows. This might be it. <laughs> This, this this is going to be the longer yeah. show. Yeah, it's potentially a long you know show. It's Hold potential. Me, it has potential. Let me cap that so I don't spill it all over the goddamn computer. <laughs> We're probably going to have to give ourselves a limit. Why? <laughs> because I have to function tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do technically have to work at some point tomorrow, but you know what? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So... Okay. With that being so, said, random thought. Random thought. I think it's time to hear a Harold Ramis statement, quote, whatever you want to say. I Yay, miss Harold Ramis. I love him. So here we go. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good, bad thing. What do you mean, bad? <laughs> Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Egan. <laughs> important safety tip. Absolutely. Remember. Drink. Oh, what? Well, I didn't say anything. Did I? Oh, you said absolutely. I you want not. me to play the tape back? <laughs> Whatever. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, as the saying goes, Egon today? Uh, something like that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. It, that, that's I don't it. know if you've here ever today, watched Here today, show. Egon tomorrow. That was what I meant okay. to say. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched the show New Girl before. <gasps> is that the one with Zoe Deschanel? Yes, with Zoe Deschanel. Isn't she, you know, I have to admit, it's a, it's she's a amazingly show. beautiful. It may be geared more towards women, but I think it's a fantastic show. And any guy who's actually sat down and watched it loved it. I, you know, so I can... they have this character on there mm -hmm. named Schmidt. And Schmidt is like a metrosexual playboy douchebag. And when he says something very douchebaggy, they make him put money in a jar. <laughs> it's the douchebag jar. Nice. <laughs> Nice. That kind of Egon joke thing that you tried to pull off there, that's that's worth five bucks in the douchebag jar. No, that was a great joke if I hadn't <laughs> screwed it up. Let's be honest about this. If anything, it was it was cute at least, but I'm, All I'm, right. I'm I still missing. I think I'm we still definitely cap ourselves at two hours, though. Okay, well, we're not close to that yet. We got a long way to go. A little bit of time. Yeah, so, we you know. We some time. Right. We talk, I talked about this last week. You weren't here, but... 
I'm still, you know, it's been a few weeks. It's been a couple weeks now, and I'm still missing Egon. You know. Yeah. Um. For, hey, for people who don't know, Sad. I, you know, the night that Harold Ramis passed away, the news came out. Hold on one second. This is terrible. Bad, bad timing. But <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Harold. I wasn't meant to you. That's horrible timing. I know. But the night Harold Ramis <laughs> passed away, I decided that I'm finally going to build my Ghostbusters proton pack. Um, <laughs> but I'm also a fan of not just the movies, but of the cartoon real Ghostbusters. So I have decided, and I'm going to produce a video, I'm going to build a proton pack based off of the... It's going to be a hybrid, a cross between the real Ghostbusters proton pack and the Ghostbusters proton pack. So I went out and I started acquiring parts uh, over this last couple of weeks. I picked up a... Kenner Toys um, Real Ghostbusters Kids Proton Pack um, over the week and I started acquiring other parts and it's, I can't wait to start this. This is going to be great. It's going to be, a like I said, a hybrid. It's not going to be movie accurate. It's not going to be cartoon accurate because it's going to have aspects of both and I cannot wait to build this thing and on Halloween run around the neighborhood dressed as a goddamn Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so would you like us to do an investigation? Well, you know, and then and then what I'm going to do is what I'm going to do because last time when I got to meet uh, Ernie Hudson, mm-hmm. um, I felt very underdressed because behind us there was a group of people dressed as Ghostbusters taking oh, yeah. pictures with Ernie Hudson dressed as a Ghostbuster. I will be that guy. I don't care how geeky it is. Next com next Comic Con or thing I go to where Ernie Hudson's there, I'm going to be dressed in my full Ghostbusters outfit, taking a picture with Ernie Hudson, and I'm going to look like a Ghostbuster <laughs> right next to him, and I don't care. <laughs> so there. Hey, that works. It works for me. <laughs> uh, Jen Indeed, th- it does. Jen thinks I'm nuts. Rick has already said he will not accompany me to any of these shows. <laughs> well. Oh. I suppose that is your prerogative or their prerogative, whatever. <laughs> Rick's going to go. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Jen will it's go It's funny, too. the whole six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at this game. Yeah, you have to be good with movies. I'm not good. It's a tough I, game, though. I'm not. That's the thing. I'm but not. But you know what's cool? I'm not a big movie guy. Like, like I'm right, a big music this is, guy. This is excellent. This is what you can you can do in place of having to actually know. Okay. Google, because the whole Kevin Bacon mm-hmm. game has oh, yeah, been yeah, yeah. popular for so many years in a funny way, and he embraced it. He's awesome. Right. Um, if you type in a movie star or a person's name mm-hmm. and then type after it Bacon number, it will tell you the degrees of separation between that person and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I just saw Drink. a... I did. God damn, I said absolutely. Mm. I think it's got to be a Brooklyn thing. I think I said it way back one in the day, and it just stuck with me. <laughs> it happens. But it's very cool. So, like, I can find out a bacon score for anybody, uh, mostly uh, movie people. Right. Pick an actor or an actress. Um, Someone not so obviously connected to Kevin Bacon. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Bacon number. Holy crap. You're <laughs> typing loud over the microphone. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Richard Pryor's bacon number is two. 
Oh, boy. Richard Pryor and Jill Clayburgh appeared in Silver Streak together. R- Jill Clayburgh and Kevin Bacon appeared in Starting Over. Mm. So they're only two degrees apart. Okay. And that's odd, right? Right. Like, All right. Let's see. One of my favorites, Robert. And these keys are loud, too. Robert Oh, who? there it is. Robert, Robert Downey Jr., Yum. Iron Man. His bacon number is also two. Robert Downey Jr. and Jeff Bridges were in Iron Man together. Jeff mm-hmm. Bridges and Kevin Bacon appeared in R.I.P.D. together. That was somewhat recent, too. Okay, I'm going to give you one. Wasn't that a terrible movie? I Oh, I didn't see it. R.I.P.D.? Yeah, no, I, I don't have time for that crap. 2013 and it looks horrible. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not. A, I'm not a big movie guy. Like I pick select movies. I I pro- movies. I'm not. A, I'm a new, not a movie like like old movies. I love. Like I've actually. I like when I sit down to watch a movie. I generally pick something really ridiculously old. Um, like what? How old? How oh, old gee. are we talking here? Like Jesus Christ. The other night I, I watched the Marx Brothers Duck Soup, and I think that's from 1939. Oh, I watched that like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of my it's one of my go to movies. I love that movie. You know, uh, Groucho's got such funny one liners in there. You know, I like um, um, I like old May West movies. Mm-hmm. Well, so okay, so speaking like her. speaking of old movies, mm-hmm. um, and I like the way that they filmed it. it. It's done well. It's all real time. Somebody walks across the room. You don't get twelve cut shots. You get one t- camera panning mm-hmm. across the room, well, watching give, what, them walk. <laughs> what, what's what's the what's the degree of separation from Stan Laurel Stan to Laurel Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Stan Laurel. Bacon number. Holy, two. Two. Stan Laurel and Eli Wallach appeared in Slapstick 2 together. Eli Wallach and Kevin Bacon appeared in Mystic River together. Wow. That's, that's, see, I wouldn't have thought too. There's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I would not have thought too on that one. Isn't that craziness? That is. Charlie Chaplin is a two. Mae West is a three. Wow. Bogart Um, is a three, it looks like. How about this one? Zeppo Marks. Okay. That's going to be a tough one because Zeppo wasn't in that Zep- many movies. Zeppo. One P? Two P's. Two P's. Two P's in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Same deal. Two. Two? Because he was in Slapstick 2 with his brothers and wow. Eli Wallach. Oh, okay. I went, wow. All right. Yep. What about Fatty Arbuckle? <laughs> I'm pulling some. I'm pulling some names out of there. Yeah, that's that's one. Fatty Arbuckle Bacon number. Somebody's already searched it. It's a two. Okay. What about Roscoe Arbuckle? Is his real name, and he appeared in Eli with Eli Wallach. It's the goddamn Eli two. Wallach. If we kill it's off Eli Wallach, we're okay. To everybody, old and you know black and white movies. To Kevin Bacon, we gotta what, find one. We've gotta find. All right, I'm one. gonna pull one out of this one. Okay. What about '70s child star Mason Reese? Mason Reese. Do you remember Mason Reese? He was always on the Mike Douglas show. By the way, anybody who's out there oh, who's like, in I it, think you stumped it. Really? No bacon number came up. Oh, I win! I won! Yay! Yeah, you win. Oh, you found one that's not connected to Kevin Bacon. 
That's wow. quite, a, quite that, a challenge, though. Wow. Yeah, you threw out some good ones there. I was trying to think really way back, but I thought Mason Reese, because he only had a brief moment of fame in the 70s. So, I win. No, I, but I won. I don't want to lose. I feel, I feel so superior right now because I beat the six <laughs> degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, fun game. Kevin Bacon. Type in anybody's <laughs> name in Google. Type I, bacon number at the end of it. It'll tell you what degree of separation. From. You know what? When we do our Paranormy Award show, I'm giving myself a goddamn Paranormy Award for winning. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, the, by the way, the astute panel, you know, for people who don't know, we, we, we are doing an award show. We announced it earlier this year, but there'll be an award show happen. coming. And the, the Academy of the Paranormal Pulse, who presents the Paranormy Awards and votes on them, you know, Yay. our fine distinguished panel. A distinguished panel. It yes. is. It is. I can't announce Indeed. who's on it yet. It's secret. I, um, I'm thirsty. All right, let's drink again. I have no problem with that. All right, one, two, three. <sighs> I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm supposed to take my diabetes medicine before I go to bed. I don't know if I can mix with alcohol. God. I can't support you in this self-destruct mode you're in. <laughs> I don't know about self-destruct, but this is damn fun. I'm not going to lie. All right there, people. This is fun. All okay. Right. As long as you're enjoying yourself. Oh, I am. I am. Good. The good Did thing you know was that, that um, uh, March 14th, last Friday, was Pi Day? Absolutely, it was Pi Day. I do. Drink. Three point. Oh, son of a bitch. I said it again. <laughs> You're making yourself hammered, dude. Not me. <laughs> yeah, it was three point fourteen. Calling on it. Pi. And three point one four. And folks, that's not P I E. It's P I. Like but it Magnum. It's P I E day too. If you flip them around backwards, it spells the word pie. True. But it's not like <laughs> it's not like Magnum P I. You know, big oh, bushy mustache okay. guy that's, with a that's Ferrari. Not pie. That's P I. You know. You know. Yeah. Remember that show, Magnum P I. He had this cool Ferrari. He had Big, this thick, cheesy mustache. And shorts that were way too short. And Hawaiian shirts every day. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And he had the voice of Knight Rider, of, of Kit from Knight Rider as his, I don't know, what do you want to call that guy? Yeah. Butler? I don't know. His, you know. Um, I don't know what he was. I don't know either. You know, he I didn't was watch, obligated to him. That's all I know. I didn't watch that show enough to know what really what's going on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I know is Larry Minetti, who uh, was one of the co-stars on that show, does a lot of uh, advertising for his little local sh cable access show on our service electric cable. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's got like, I don't. How does a guy from who was on Magnum PI go to a public access show? <laughs> you know, I'm sure it was probably pretty easy. <laughs> I guess. You know, what do you do after Magnum PI? I don't know. The same, the same thing, the same thing that uh, Shirley did from Learn Shirley after uh, Learn Shirley ended. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, so who was your favorite one-hit wonder? Speaking of people who disappeared, one-hit wonder, favorite one-hit wonder. Um, I wouldn't say favorite, but a a good one that's obscure. 80s. Uh -huh. I can give you one of those. Go ahead. Feel Charlie free. Sexton. Oh, Charlie Sexton was one of those cheesy Texas motherfuckers who played blues. No. <sighs> yeah, he was. Know. Absolutely he was. Not that well. It's I used to listen one. to Charlie Sexton. He was he was Texas blues. A different one. 
This guy was '80s. Charlie Sexton. He used to he used to go on the same circuit as Stevie Ray Vaughan, but he was very young at the time. Yeah, it's the one song. I don't remember the song though. <laughs> no, the the song that the only song that I knew of his mm-hmm. was very '80s rock, pop rock. It was not like yeah, country was, kind he, of stuff. No, no, not country. He was a blues guy like Stevie Ray Vaughan. It wasn't bluesy either. <laughs> no, but that's what he was known for. In the guitar world, absolutely. Charlie oh, Sexton. Don't look back. That's the one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna post it on our page. Cool. <laughs> People are gonna look at it and go, "What?" <laughs> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw out my favorite one-hit wonder, and it's really listen hobby. to the podcast to find out. And it's really funny because it's it's got to be the. Uh, see, see, I can't say this was politically correct, so oh, nobody sorry. gets offended because. You know, but I'm going to throw it out there. Right said Fred. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too sexy. (laughs) That song makes me laugh constantly. And the video is even funnier. You know, speaking of one hit wonders, there are some people who are considered one hit wonders who actually had more than one hit. Yeah. But they only had one big one. Yeah, there's a a lot of them out there. Then had a second minor hit, you know. Yeah. Like uh, Tone Loke is that way. People will call Tone him Loke one had wonder, quite a few, but he actually. had two that I could think of. Which ones? Um, Funky Cole Medina and then Wild yeah. Thing. Yeah, those are the two I could think of. But you know what the problem is? If you ever listen to those one hit wonders, they have one big song, and then they have a second song on a second album that kind of sounds just like the first song. You know? Yeah. There's 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 a lot of albums from that time frame that had similar sounds. Everybody sounded the same. A lot of bands sounded the same. It was the same formula for everyone because mm-hmm. that's what was working at the time. We're looking at you, Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you got into the late 80s with the uh, the glam bands and the hair bands, there was this formula to them. They would throw out one powerful like cool kick ass had some sort of party chant kind of shit going on Mm -hmm. that kind of song right and then they'd follow up maybe a month later with a power ballad swoon the ladies and then it would just be smooth sailing for the first like two albums you know a band like that i know a lot Um, of bands like no no i'm I'm gonna talk about one um (laughs) Oh man, extreme! Everybody yeah. knows that stupid ballad they did, but that's probably one of the only ballads they have. They were a really kick-ass rock band. I like them. I thought and, they were decent. But of course, they're known for the stupid ballad, and it, that drives yeah. me nuts. That happens to a lot of bands where they got penciled into a corner because the wrong song made it big, and they get known for that song. And realistically, they shouldn't have been known for that song. No. You know, I mean, if you listen to Extreme and listen to Kid Ego and some of those songs, they were real, like, oh, yeah. rock hey, songs. Kid Ego is a great you know? song. I remember listening and watching videos on mm-hmm. that one. You know, those, those, that first album was pretty damn good, but nobody knows it. If you listen to Skid Row, and I love Skid Row, um, I love very early Skid you know, Row. Sebastian Bach was a very pretty man. That's all I'm going to say. Got perfect, perfect example, though. Youth mm-hmm. Gone Wild. Well, but even that, that's a, a heavy song. That is a chant that but, uh, is an but, anthem for youth that is an right. angry, but, but, rocking song. But the but thing is, one of the songs that got out there, you know, was I Remember You, which is actually a good song, but it's a ballad. 
But if yeah. you listen to the second album, the second album is so goddamn heavy. It's one of the heaviest albums yeah, out there. And Which pe- one is that? Slave to the Grind? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a heavy album. You know, it's if, good too. And and you know, it's got one of the best songs, like which is kind of bowdy. Quicksand Jesus is an amazing song in that album. Mm-hmm. You know. Um oh by it the way, good you know, stuff. I thought about something. aware of that. Uh, by the by the way, I dropped the ball before. When you were talking about the top three bands, one of my yeah. other bands that would be up there mixed in, because I know we're gonna flash back to this now, yeah, is Marilyn Manson. I love goddamn oh, yeah. Marilyn Manson. You know You know what? I forgot Pink Floyd. Right. I, another man, you know. And that one's very, you know, formidable to me. You know, I, it was in my life since I was like five. You know, it's really funny. Though, was around. <laughs> I had made a point about Marilyn Manson. I said, Marilyn Manson, when are you going to be scary again? And one of my friends said, the problem is scary was 20 years ago. We're all used to it. It's not scary anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know? he, uh, was, he was amazing and impressive in a good, bad, or otherwise way. Oh. Because scary for our standards at the time, right? He kind of set the bar a little bit higher, so then now it's not scary anymore. Right, right. You know, now he's going. You just put yourself out of business, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, well, you know what? You know what we haven't done. Drink. What's that? Oh, how much drink? I don't care. It's good. I'm empty again. I don't know how long has this been. I don't know. Okay. But uh, I'm feeling it now. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. All right, um, so I'm feeling it. All one right. hit wonder. What is your one hit wonder? Well, I said that is right. Said Fred, but uh, um, yeah, that's another right. one. Another, well, you want another one? Rockwell. Well, oh yeah, with Michael Jackson singing in the background. Mm-hmm. Somebody's yeah, well, watching me. Well, yeah, because Barry Gordy is what is his uncle, and that's how yep. he got famous, yep. and that's how Michael Jackson was put on to that album, Sing Backgrounds. Yep. That's right, folks. I know my goddamn music. That's right. Yep. Considering Me I worked too. in a goddamn recording it's studio. fun. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything, but, you know, I can't possibly store all that in my head. I've got stuff to do. Um, I like, I like uh, oh, I'm trying to think of, like, um, a notable one-hit wonder. Ooh, what about, uh, oh, what the hell were their names? I don't know. Iko Iko. No, I no. You're Those stumping me, and that's if you stump me on music, that's pretty good because yeah, I don't know this one. Come on, turn it up. You, <laughs> Trust me. Remember the remember those days of FM radio when you were on there? All those yeah, cliches. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the days. <laughs> the only station that rocks. How many times did you have to say that? <sighs> Can you hear that now? Yes. You could? Yes, yes. Oh, no, okay. now it went away. All right. Here you go. Oh, I remember this song. Okay, I remember this song. All right. Hold on. I got to stop it now. <laughs> oh, just I can't I'm, hear just, you at all when I have that going. <laughs> just when I'm grooving to it, you stop it. All right. I got you. You remember that one? I do now. <laughs> It was a one-hit wonder. People love that song. Absolutely, it's the Bell Stars. Okay, the song's called Ico Ico. Now, speaking of a band that wasn't a one-hit wonder, but I think they did a uh, a, a much better job of uh, covering Bruce Springsteen's song "Manfred Man," "Blinded by the Light." I know, yeah. I know, I know. We live in New Jersey, so you have to worship Bruce Springsteen. I hate Bruce no. Springsteen. By the way, I hate um, Bruce Springsteen. I, I, I like it. Tom Waits. 
Mm-hmm. But Blinded by the Light by uh, Man from Man is an amazing version of that song. Yeah. With that being said. All right, Sunday. No, there's some really good stuff out there. Just, you know, you have to be open to listening to things that are different than what you're used to in order to learn what you like. Okay. I'm re- I've listened to this, all kinds of stuff. This is going to be an interesting experiment. I'm going with vanilla, vanilla vodka with Diet Coke. It's a vodka drink? What song is that? I can't remember. You mix a, all right, you mix a vodka drink. You mix a yeah, drink. that one. Yeah, isn't that... um? Oh, oh Tub Thumping. Chumba Wumba. Chumba Wumba, yep. Right. We got it. Okay. We so, got this. Absolutely. What are you drinking now? Well, like I said, I'm mixing vanilla vodka with uh, Diet Coke. It should be interesting. It'll kind of be like a vanilla Coke, but highly toxic. <laughs> but yep. highly toxic. I love getting toxic. See, that was a big expression. Like, I don't know if you guys have used it. When I lived in Brooklyn, me and my friend Glenn, we would call it getting toxic. And that every time we'd be drinking, it'd be like, all right, I'm getting toxic tonight. Twisted. So, Lots twisted. of twisted people. Getting twisted, getting drunk. Yeah, for us it was toxic. Getting wasted, getting pissed, getting shit-faced. Yeah, see, that kind this of just... This is fun. Add to this. No, see, it was it was toxic. That's all it was for us. It was like getting toxic. <laughs> we have um, all kinds Well, getting of wasted, obviously. Um, uh, shit-faced, obviously. You know. Obviously. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know, that was just a standby. But for us, it was always getting toxic. <laughs> fun. Hey, what are we going to do tonight? Are we going to get toxic? All right, sounds good. You know. Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Back away from the speakers. Oh my God! What are you doing? Oh, oh, oh. that was. Are you all right? I'm good. I'm. I'm feeling great. <laughs> I've never felt better in my life. <laughs> why, why do I feel like this? I was like, a little concerned for a second we're, there. We're just simply um, downgrading as we go. You know. I think we should have cocktails every time we record. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much people are going to listen to this other than it's one show. It's got to be a fantastically interesting uh, listen. It's got to be. I, They're I, probably I, giggling their asses off right now. Either they are, or I could, or I could see the hate mail coming in tomorrow. Oh, do we get hate mail, really? Or you know, if not you see until any, now. <laughs> if you see any toxic email, just delete that shit. We don't need it. No, it'd don't be, like it. Don't listen. It would. It would be That's fun. It. No, it would be fun. You know. Oh, by the way, people... Truly, though, that's how I feel. You know, if you don't like it, don't go writing to us bitching how you don't like it. Don't fucking listen. Okay. No, I... Go ahead. I, what I are you do, saying? I do have a little, a little thing I'd like to plug. Hey, people out there, if you listen and you're on Twitter, God damn it, follow me. Lance Phillip EKG on Twitter. I need followers. <laughs> I don't tweet much. I suppose I should do that more. Are you on Twitter? I didn't even know this. I'm on Twitter. Uh, well, well, what's your handle on there? It's my voiceover stuff that's on there. I don't have an independent one. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to make a fun one for. We'll, for, we'll have to we'll have to follow each other on there because I don't think I follow you on there. I don't. There's nothing to follow. I don't say anything. I'm oh no! I I I've been tweeting my ass off lately because I'm realizing that there is stuff I I don't want to say on Facebook because Facebook will kick you off, but I can say it on Twitter. True. You know. Yeah, I prefer Instagram. Oh, I do Instagram, too. I just don't even know what my name is on Instagram, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) I'll plug that at some other point when I can remember. But for people (laughs) out there, it is Lance Phillip EKG. And it's Phillip with one L. It's Lance Phillip EKG on Twitter. Follow me. I swear I post some fun stuff. 
Um, or, you know what? Or they, I retweet depressed Darth, who you know makes me laugh. Darth. Yeah, <laughs> for the best in Star Wars tweets. <laughs> you know, I also yell at the New York Jets a lot for not making the moves I want them to. Yeah. You know, that's just me. Well, that's a shame for a while now. So, <laughs> I'm I'm pissed at my team. I love the Saints, and they got rid of Sproles. Yeah, and I know. It makes me mad because mm-hmm. he was fast little guy. We loved him. Sproles was a great asset to the team, and it sucks that they let him go. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. That's all right. But You're allowed to be. We still have Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, yeah. Six Love foot him. seven freak of nature. The guy's amazing. And Pierre Thomas stayed on. Mm-hmm. And Drew Brees. And, well, Drew Brees, he better not go anywhere. I got to tell you, I... I'm not a Saints fan, but I like Drew Brees. He's a likable guy. He is. He's a he's a good role model. You know. Um and uh, he's a good athlete. Well, all I can picture player. him all I can picture him is getting effed up on Vic's Nyquil. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good spokesperson. <laughs> you know. I like him. Nyquil's good stuff, by the way. If you can't have uh if you can't drink like we're drinking right now, NyQuil does the trick. NyQuil, 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 we love you. <laughs> you giant fucking Q. Mm, you know, Kitty Dukakis loved it. Wow, is that a really old reference? I mean, you know what? Our twenties is an old reference too. Our twenty-somethings yeah. who are listening will have no idea what I'm talking about. No, no, no they, I'm referring to Dennis Leary's "No Cure for Cancer." That's album. right. That's right. Big fucking Q, as he said. Yeah, big fucking Q. Mm. That's one of the best stand up uh that's a, that is one of the best stand up uh specials I've ever Hi seen. A kite and my teeth are green, Merry fucking Christmas. Unfortunately he's known for stealing other comedians' material. Did I say that out loud? Uh, yes. You know, they all say that though. No, no, it's true. Him, Carlos Mencia, and a big oh, a big Mencia, one. Especially. One of the biggest one of the biggest joke thieves out there that stand up comedians talk about, Robin Williams. That's all I'm saying. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up when Joe Rogan went went after Carlos Mencia at the Comedy Cellar in okay, uh, Los well, Angeles. Yeah, you know for stealing that. material. You know Joe Rogan has had a very strange but positive uh, transformation in his career. Joe Rogan is amazing. That is a guy you. Joe want to, Rogan was a stand-up comedian. He still is. He's one of the best out there. Plus, and now he's he's the host of all these MMA things. Absolutely, too. he's he's an MMA broadcaster. We got to remember he was. He was a Taekwondo uh, martial artist. He still trains MMA. But besides yeah. that, he's a brilliant stand-up comedian. Also, yeah, his podcast funny. is amazing. He talks a lot, of, a lot of paranormal stuff. Really? Oh, absolutely. He's, into, I like, he's very you know, big into conspiracy. Like three times, and I, I feel like we missed them. I di- we did miss them, so let's just drink. We did miss them. Drink, drink. Wow, I'm going to pass out soon. This is great. That's really good. I don't know if anybody else is enjoying this, but I'm enjoying the shit out of this show. This is a fucking great show, man. Oh, I'm starting to swear like a truck driver now. I think I think when I put this Actually, up Actually, I have truck driver friends who don't swear nearly as much as I do. Well, I I think I think I'm going to have to uh and a, a language warning to this show so that way we don't get kicked oh, off yeah, of iTunes. Oh, no, yeah, that's totally going on there. Yeah, I, I have I fully to. I expected it to be worse, honestly. We'll just put a warning up, not safe for work. No. Don't you know. play it in work. Don't play it with your kids in the car. Why? We're dropping F. Hold on, hold on. Like kids, job, kids, should, kids should know this oh language God, early. Kids know this ang- language early. We're not teaching them anything they don't know. I probably not. cursed at five, I think. 
I might have. Oh, I remember getting yelled at. What was yelled- your first swear word? I don't know about that, but I remember getting yelled at by my grandmother when I yeah. when I literally, no kidding, I said the word ship, S-H-I-P, and she yeah. thought I said the word shit, and she punished me and actually put goddamn soap in my mouth for it. All right? <laughs> I have never been so angry about anything in my life. And I, I was said like, the word shit. If <laughs> I had said it, mom. well, the thing is, if I had said it, I would have been really cool with it. But I said ship. I legitimately said ship. And she flipped out on me. Yeah. Goddamn grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. I love my grandma. She passed away a few years ago. She no, was, I did she was say great. shit. I can't remember in what context. I do remember I was very young. I was like four or five. No, see, you got to remember. You got to remember. I went to Catholic school, and I wasn't allowed to curse. And honestly, I oh, never. You weren't either. No, I never cursed in front of my parents. I literally oh. never cursed in front of my parents ever until I hey, was 17 years old. Now, you have to I understand. still don't curse in front of my father. Well, I was. <laughs> We got to say, I was in a high security. It feels we, wrong. We lived in a high security building in Brooklyn, and you couldn't buzz somebody in by the buzzer. You actually had to go down and, right. and open, let them in. Yes. And they were, the way it was, there was a front door, then there's a vestibule, and then a second door. You could, you could buzz them in the second door, but they couldn't get in through the first door. So my mo- one of my mother's friends had come over. My mother was like, the bell rang. She's like, go answer that bell. And I was like, because I was the designated, at the time, remote control and door answerer. Um, because we didn't have a remote control back then. So. Yeah, I was the remote control. So it, always. It, it was my dad. It was my dad or my mom <laughs> screaming. Come channel. change the channel, Bang. and this would be it. And then I'd yell that. Don't oh, turn it so fast. You, Remember them? No, I didn't the have. Chunk, I just had that big dial. Buttons. I just had that big this dial that went. Don't you know? You agree, everyone? You know, just I, say absolutely, and we'll have a drink. Let's just have a drink anyway. Say absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Pick it up. You know. So, like I said, I would turn that thing, but all right. So my mother looks at me and goes, you need to go downstairs and answer that bell. And I looked at her and I was like, I got to take a shit. And that was, <laughs> and, and then I ran into the bathroom and hid, you know, oh and, it was, and I, I was legitimately taking a shit. That's pretty but, funny. Yep. So it was pretty much the same word. You said ship. I said shit. Right. Did so, you ever steal anything as a child? Oh, fuck yeah. I was, you know. <laughs> You know, I grew up in Brooklyn. Let's be honest. This is, this is get to know Lance Phillip Day. I, I grew up. I grew up in Brooklyn with a Happy half. Happy St. Patrick's Day. With a half. So with a half. I was, you know, remember, I'm Italian with a half crooked family. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I remember I was, you know, I was big into Star Wars action figures and stuff like that. And one mm-hmm. day we had the Woolworth Five and Dime in Brooklyn, and I decided that there were these action figures that I wanted. I must have been like, I don't know, I was only like ten years old. And I decided, I'm getting out of the store with these things. Well, I walked in, and I grabbed a crap load of them off the rack and shoved them in my jacket, right? Yeah. And I decided, I'm running out the store. And this was the funniest thing. They had a woman at the door. And I was like, I got to get past this woman. As she's saying goodbye to me, wishing me what, they were falling out of my jacket. On <laughs> I just took off and ran like a banshee. I didn't steal a lot, though. I'll be honest. I didn't really no, steal. No, because you were dropping them on your way. That was probably one of the only times I stole something, you know. I um, stole once when that I was, was a child. But I, I'm not going to lie. I still got away with, like, ten action figures. It was awesome. <laughs> hold on. Hold I on. did not. I did not get away Wait. with it. I was five. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, folks. I couldn't help it. Seriously. They sound wet. 
Well, I'm drinking. Of and course messy. they're wet. Of course they're wet and messy. <laughs> just thank God I'm not farting. Wait, you're very quiet. Where'd you go? I'm here. I just said, thank God I'm not farting. By the way, quick oh, question for you. Thank why, God. Quick question for you. Why do farts smell? Why? So deaf people can enjoy them too. <laughs> it's very kind of nature. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So if you're interested in sharing the Paranormal Pulse podcast with your friends, you can listen or direct them to listen on Podbean, Facebook, Roku, Stitcher, or Blueberry. There may be more. I can't quite remember. Oh, and, and like us on Facebook. Tell them to like us on Facebook. I don't know what to say after that. I just think it's a good idea for us to all hang out and you can listen to us bullshit about stuff we all like. You know what movie I watched? Oh, I have a sneeze coming on. Hang on. Sneeze. <laughs> Why? I'd say bless you, but I don't believe in God. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I could still be blessed, damn it. In the name of the Padre Filio Spiritus Santos. Amen. Oh, thank you for that. No, no, I, I feel like I have Italian. to do something. Well, you're like Italian. I question in Italian. Come on. Do I have to genuflect now? Um, you remember no, the genuflection? No, 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 no genuflection. <laughs> At least not to me. I'm I not worthy. I had Catholic upbringings. You know. So, how's your wife going to feel <laughs> when you come to bed drunk? She's sound asleep. I, I walked past the bedroom and she was out like a light. She won't even know. She never. I could. You know. Here's the thing. She, she knew we were doing this. Yes. Yeah. She was the one who went and bought the alcohol. Come on she now. She should have drank with us. She doesn't drink. That's the problem. Oh, I'm uh, gonna drink like it's my job. Well, it's, it's, it, it is real. It is really convenient since I do like to occasionally drink and she likes not to drink. So she gets to drive yeah. and I get to uh, sit there and go to sleep. Holy convenient is right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, you know, hanging out with a designated driver every day. It's very kind of her to be patient like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Now, you know what? That's cool. If you guys have that worked out, that's awesome. I don't know if it's necessarily worked out or just the way it happens. It's just, well, you don't do it every day. That's not so bad. No, I don't. I, you know, it's really funny because at one point I was a really bad drinker, but I don't drink that much anymore. And. Tonight's a you know it's St. Patty's Day so St. Patty's Day St. Patty's Day and your birthday and you know well my birthday's not on St. Patty's Day but yes no no but it's your birthday weekend, weekend long. right it's a, it's a weekend celebration and next weekend too you know that's when I actually have yeah. time absolutely and for the sake of disclosure and I mean, you just said it absolutely like three times again and we oh, haven't crap. drank so drink all right I gotta drink something the drinking here. game continues the for another what, five minutes oh you know what I haven't touched my don't cry. I haven't touched my coffee with Bailey's yet, so let's do that. I'm going to puke so bad tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be great. Ooh. You can drink anything you want. You know, the funny thing is, in my life, I've drank a lot. I mean, a lot to the point where mm -hmm. I thought I had a problem when I was younger and, you know, just for full disclosure. And, <laughs> yeah, no, to the point where I thought I was going to be. thousands of listeners. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're all, everybody out there is my close personal friend, you know. Sure. At least that's why I believe it. Um, uh, well, you know what? You're I right. love everybody. You're, you're know? absolutely so, right. So with that being said, I had, a, I had a real bad problem. Like I get paid on a Friday night, 
and I literally, no joke, blow through like four hundred bucks because I'd buy everybody at the bar drinks and whatnot. And oh, that was that was yeah. back in the day when I was making a lot bigger money than I make now, and I could do that sort of thing. Um, but the long and short of it is, with all the drinking I did, I've only puked once drinking, and that was only in the last five years. So I'm pretty proud of myself with that. <laughs> I don't know. Should I be really proud of being a drunk? Score one for Lance. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's something I should really be proud of. Only once. My entire career. No, I I apologize. That's not true. The very first time I drank, like really heavy drank. Twice. I was no. I was like I was like 15 years old. I was hanging out with some friends down in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and uh, took the bus home. And I walked in the house, and I was hammered. My dad looks at me and goes, "You drunk?" I said. Yep. He looks at me and goes, nothing I didn't do. He goes, go puke in the bathroom and just don't tell your mom. So my dad was <laughs> awesome, you know. Oh, I've told you my first time drinking story, right? Mm-mm. No? Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Let us do tell. All right. And then, then we're done. I think we're done. This is a great story. It wasn't great at the time. Oh, ho, ho, it was not great at the time. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Mm-hmm. I can't get in trouble now, so that's why I'm telling the story. Otherwise, I would not be recording it. I can tell you that. Um, I was 15. My dad used to keep his booze above the stove, you know, that little cabinet they have above the hood. Mm-hmm. So all the booze was up there. I didn't know anything about booze. <laughs> Nothing. So I figured, eh, yeah, you know, I'm home latchkey kind of kid you know you were home by yourself for a couple hours till somebody else came home from work or school or friend's house or whatever so i was home alone 15 totally fine and i decided i wanted to get drunk so i got one of those mason jar um mugs out you know the mason jar it's like a full mason jar and it has a handle on it right pull so it's like a pint it's like a pint jar tell i pull the pint jar out and I know nothing about drinking. I'm just going on little bits and pieces I got from friends. Like one of the bits of advice was take aspirin before you start drinking so that it helps with the, the headache after uh, with the hangover. You won't have a hangover was the was the theory. Right. <laughs> you're, dra- you're taking these two aspirin before you even start drinking. It doesn't work. Anyway, I go up into the cabinet. I pour Everything that was in there, everything. I didn't know what it was, so I was pouring it in this pint jar. Um, vodka, gin, um, scotch, peach schnapps, frangelico, all kinds of weird crap. I just poured it all into this pint glass. Nice. Pure alcohol. And I went, oh, you know what? I've heard people have it with water. So I add like, meh, wow, you know, like a little one, two, three, four, five count of water and then mm-hmm. shut it off. Wow, that's awesome. And then I start to drink it, and it's disgusting. It is like turpentine. It's just like peachy lacquer thinner, you know. It's just bad stuff. But I'm, you know, starting to have a good time, holding my nose, drinking some of it. I go and I pick up the phone, and this is when we had wired phones. So we had like this super, super long wired curly, one of those wires that was like, 20 feet long and stretched to like 40 feet right. on the phone so I dialed my friend Michelle and if she listens she'll giggle because she'll remember this 
I dialed my my friend on the phone before I couldn't see straight any further. <laughs> I pick up the phone. I drag the wire out into the living room. I'm still drinking this nasty ass pint glass of booze, and I'm talking to her on the phone. And she's like, "Are you drunk?" <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, she's like, man. "Wow, what's in it?" And I started to tell her, and she's just cringing. I'm like, "Hang on a second, I'm gonna down the other half." She goes, mm. "What?" I'm like, "Just hang on." So I put the receiver down on the countertop. I pinch my nose shut, and I chug a half a pint of alcohol and a little bit of water. Nice. After nice. I already drank half a pint, grab the phone get on the phone again, go sit on the couch in the living room, drop the, you know, now I'm trying to change channels on the TV while I'm chatting with my friend and I'm completely uncoordinated. I'm fucking blotto. Um, and I drop the remote control underneath the coffee table. I'm like, hang on a second. I put it over to the side. I go to get the remote. I grab it. I pull myself back up. I whack my head on the coffee table. I drop it again. I go through that like three times. <laughs> Oh, man. I finally get out from underneath the table and hitting my head. Wow. <laughs> finally say, okay. And she's talking on the other end going, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Um, I've got to go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I get up. I hang up the phone. I look. I turn around. I want to sit on a chair. I have three chairs to choose from. Well, at least that's what I see. And I choose the wrong one and thud to the floor that mixes everything up in your belly churns really good right i get up and you know you get that overwhelming feeling that you know you're gonna puke um, you know your mar mouth starts watering and all that you know what i'm talking about right no because again i haven't puked all that much oh, <laughs> even when you're sick it's the same feeling oh. you get in your face gets hot and your mouth starts to water and you just Oh, you just feel it coming. Don't forget. And I'm, I've never, I didn't have massive amounts of, you know, I never drank like this. Don't forget, I'm a fat guy. Not, not much eating or drinking makes me uh, puke. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, I, I'm, I'm not used to this and I'm like, oh, definitely, I think I'm going to puke. So I go and I put my hands up in front of my mouth, almost like I'm fanning. And that's exactly what it did because when I started to puke it just fanned out all over everything nice that was terrible and you have tunnel vision when you're drunk right you've experienced that before correct i guess I, tunnel I, vision I, where you you really you can only really see stuff in front of you you don't really notice anything to the sides your peripheral me, vision is just let like let me prepared. explain this to you i don't know about tunnel vision but i've blacked out a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, I'm trying to clean up this mess, and all I see is what right in front of me. I don't see the other stuff, you know, dripping off the cabinets and everything. Sorry for the you know, graphic nature of the conversation. Um, so I go upstairs. I go. I go through the hallway. I'm get. I get through the kitchen. I puke. I try to clean it up. I go into the bathroom downstairs. It's like this little powder room bathroom, and it has a little um, baseboard electric heater in it tiny little room and I puke in there and I go upstairs to my bedroom and I lay down on my bed and I'm like oh my god and you put the one foot down on the floor to make you know the world stop spinning and I start to fall asleep and I get a knock at the door Chris yeah are you alright yeah 
Were you sick? Uh-huh. Okay. That was it. Nice. <laughs> that was my dad. <laughs> nice. I never heard another word about it. And there was vomit <laughs> on the cabinets. <laughs> and the bathroom clearly smelled like peach schnapps. Plus, I don't know what I did with the bottles or the cup. So there's no way in hell in my mind they did not know what I did. Well, they just decided to I'm, let it go. I'm, I'm gonna tell you two <laughs> I'm gonna tell you two funny actually three real quick funny story, drunken stories that did not happen to me, but they happened to good friends of mine. One of my friends, this is my friend Steve, who I absolutely love, he was one of my best friends when we were in high school and whatnot. He was out drinking. For a fun night of drinking, he still lives at home at this point. And next morning, his dad knocks on his door and says, Steve, were you drinking? He's like, no. He goes, are you lying? He goes, no. He goes, yes, you are. Come here. He brings him over to the dishwasher. He goes, if you weren't drinking, explain why you put paper plates in the dishwasher. (laughs) I believe it. That's the first one. Second one is Steve finally gets his own apartment, and he goes out for a night of drinking, which he still does to this day and he comes home and he decides he's going to boil hot dogs and have hot dogs after this late night of drinking he falls asleep while the hot dogs are boiling the water boils off the hot dogs begin to burn they start smoking everything fill the apartment with smoke his upstairs neighbors call the fire department who break in knock the door down Come in to find hot dogs burning in a pan while him's passed out, so you know, passed out asleep. Oh, Jesus! Oh, absolutely. You can get in trouble for that crap. No, I know, I know. And then one of my other friends, who I won't name on this one, goes out and he's drinking and driving, and he accidentally slams the back of his car into a Cadillac in front of him, uh, but not hard, but just hits it enough to to let somebody know they got hit. He gets out and he walks up to the car and. The guy's in the car, and he's holding his neck, and he goes, are you okay? And the guy's like, oh, I'm hurt. My friend decides, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. Takes off like a bat out of hell. Next morning, he gets a knock on the door. It's the police. Well, apparently, Mm -hmm. when he hit the guy in front of him, his license plate fell off. Uh, Oops. Here, let me hand you my driver's license as I peel away. Yeah, so, folks, (laughs) don't drink and drive. Bad, bad, very bad. There are a lot of, lot of bad stories out there, and people amazingly are getting away with some things that I am just shocked about, but whatever. I do want to give out some quick shout-outs to some of my Irish friends who I love out there. Yeah, this really Um, is the St. Patrick's Day uh, edition, uh, episode 24 of the Paranormal Pulse podcast. And absolutely. that's pretty funny because we've been drinking. Absolutely. And that's about as clear as I can say that. And you said absolutely, so drink. Oh, Jesus Christ. Drinking game's wrapping up, so you should just be around where we uh, are uh, if, yes. you've been, <laughs> if you've been drinking along with us. All right, here we go. Another call. Let us know how, what you thought of the show. Questions, comments. Hit us up at Facebook, the Paranormal Pulse podcast. And follow me on Twitter, damn it. I told you. And okay. Lance on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Eventually so, I'll real quick, there. I want to give out some shout outs to some of my true okay. Irish okay. friends. Yes. Uh, the first is going to be one, Erin Fogarty. Um, you're awesome. I haven't seen, I haven't talked to you in years, but back in high school, you were the bomb, in my opinion. So much bomb so that I, so much so that I recommended us making a porn movie together, and you never took me up on that offer. Terrible. Um, like to, that now, to, to the Dugan brothers, uh, Kenny Dugan and Pat Dugan. The Dugan you guys brothers. out there. 
to the McGee's, Sean and Danny McGee. Um, McGeek. You know, um, sorry. tribute to you guys, Irish people. NCIS. Love you guys. Um, to, to Mike Goldstein. Oh, I know what you're saying. That's a Jewish name. Mike Mahoney Goldstein. Yes. Wait, you get married? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, one of those things, sorry. Jewish father, Jewish father, Irish mother, you know, that That's sort it. of thing. Um, and to all my other Irish friends who I'm forgetting, you know, this is for you. We love you guys, you know. You know. Happy St. Paddy's Day. And to everybody else who's Irish out there and who's not and pretending to be Irish like us tonight. You yes. know, enjoy the day. Everybody and... is Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. Any so. reason to party. <laughs> yep. So remember, folks. I love those Irish men. Hey. hey. I don't know about loving Irish men, you know, but... <laughs> I love Irish men. I love Irish women. They 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 seem to age very well, by the way. I no't that over the week. The men the years. or the women, just the Irish. No, the in women. General. The women. They they. Big fan of up. Irish and Scottish. I know. I like know. I know a lot of older Irish women who who have no wrinkles and their skin is beautiful and you know. The you women. Know. Well, they're all gingers, but I mean, hey. You no, know. they're not all gingers. Well, everyone I know is a ginger, sort of. Well, not necessarily. That's not true. <laughs> but you know, a lot of them are gingers. Gingers have no souls. I just think of that terrible South Park episode. <laughs> Do you have anybody to wish happy goodnight to or whatever? I mean, I no, don't I don't have to promote anything. <laughs> you know. All right. So, all right, anything. folks, real quick, just follow I us can. on. I'm just not gonna because I wasn't prepared to do that type of stuff. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to the Paranormal Pulse podcast. Episode Spread the 24. word. Please. St. Patrick's Day edition, drunken Spread. stupor. Hey, Actually, hey, folks. I think we did quite well. Hey, folks. We love you guys, right? and you know we we've, we've had some. We're averaging we're averaging like close to six thousand listeners a show. And we love it, you know. But hey. Spread the word, please. If you love us, spread the word. If you don't love us, then... God, yeah, tell all your friends you got to listen to these two drunken idiots talk about nothing. It's kind of yeah. like Seinfeld, only through the uh, podcast. I mean, we're we're pretty happy that a show that started only a little bit more than no, actually a little bit less than two years ago that started with the first episode having twenty seven listeners, that we've grown to over five thousand listeners a show. We're really proud of that, and we love you guys. And absolutely. Um, but spread the word. Get it out drink. there. Let people know. What did I say? say I said absolutely. Again? Oh, all right. You can say drink. But I thought it was the rule of I said it or whatever. Doesn't yeah, matter. but I'm thirsty. All right. That's good. All right. You were right. And the show's over. Show's over, Lance. All right, folks. We love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in all the way to the end. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. I almost said happy Thanksgiving. Holy crap. Okay. Let me rephrase happy that. Happy St. Patrick's happy Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink and drive. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I keep rambling when I'm drunk. Sorry. For reals, bye. Anybody out there?
Is there anybody out there? Peanut butter jelly time. It's peanut butter jelly time. It's peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Dum 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 dum. Dum 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 dum. Banana. Dun 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 Ba-da-da-dum, ba-ba-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum, 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 ba-da-da-d